the iPhone 15 series is expected to bring in some noticeable changes compared to last year's crop of devices and Mark Gurman's latest newsletter has some details to fill us ahead of the big launch that is expected to take place in literally a month from now the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max will feature a load of new things but the most important information we've gotten is they're going to have thinner bezels Why does the new iPhone need to have thinner bezels and what does it even mean for your next iPhone? Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show, an Apple exclusive podcast. I'm your host Harshanki and in today's episode we're going to be talking about the latest rumor that Gurman has declared in his newsletter yesterday. If you're not connected with us on our social media channels, please don't forget to subscribe. I've added the links in the description and if you want to connect with me, just hit me up on Instagram Harshanki with an extra i. The iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Maxes will feature new low injection pressure over molding that is LIPO display technology which will help narrow the bezel surrounding the display to just 1.5 mm compared to the 2.2 mm on the iPhone 14 Pro series. The LIPO display processors already used since the Apple Watch series 7 and Apple is now expected to bring it to the iPhone Pro series and possibly to the next generation of iPad Pro devices. The iPhone 15's Pro's glass panels previously emerged in a hands-on video back in March and Tipster Eyes Universe shared a mock-up of how the new displays may look. This regular iPhone 15 and 15 Plus are expected to get updated with dynamic island cutouts. But the 120 Hz ProMotion displays will remain exclusive to the Pro phones. The next big change expected on the 15 Pro series is the move to a titanium frame which will be stronger and lighter than the current stainless steel implementation used since the iPhone 10 days. The 15 Pro series will get updated cameras with an actual periscope lens being exclusive to the iPhone 15 Pro Max offering 6 times optical zoom. The Pro models will also get a 17 chipset fabbed on TSMC's 3 nanometer node and slightly tweaked back design with softer edges. The iPhone 15 and 15 Plus will reuse last year's A16 SoC. Now, Gurman also believes that iPhone 15 series will adopt new chassis design from iPhone 14, which will make all of the Apple's upcoming phones easier to repair. USB-C is also on the menu for the entire iPhone 15 generation. And all of these new features on this year's iPhones are expected to come at a premium. Though with the iPhone 15 Pro Max allegedly starting at $200 more than the last year's 14 Pro Max, while the 15 Pro will see a $100 increase. Premature leaks are a double-edged sword. On one hand, we get a glimpse at future tech months before an official reveal. On the other though, our higher expectations are not always met. especially when companies crap plans prior to announcing them we have been reading rumors from reliable sources about apple potentially switching from physical buttons to solid state buttons on the iphone 15 pro and 15 pro max however according to a fresh report from the reputable analyst minchi kuo it appears that this may no longer be the case for those unfamiliar solid state buttons would have replaced the physical mechanism by depending on pressure sensitive sensors and haptic feedback that mimic a click The behavior would be similar to that of the solid state home button available on the iPhone 7 and other recent non-notched iPhone models. Rumors have also pointed to the possibility of remapping the new silent switch and using it for other functionalities. But now, these plans have reportedly been cancelled. We may need to wait for the iPhone 16 Pro to get a hands on these changes. 
the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro will likely launch in September later this year. Meanwhile, the Pro variants could get some exclusive perks, such as a tweaked design and a titanium body. All our models are going to feature the dynamic island at least, which is currently exclusive to 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Now, it certainly is a shame that we may not see a solid state button this year, as they would have made these redundant annual releases a tad more interesting. The iPhone 15 Pro may have thinner screen borders or bezels than current models, which is a lot harder to do than it might seem. With the shrunken bezels, the next iPhone Pro will not only look cooler, but will allow Apple to package a bigger screen to a smaller or same sized phone. The same trick it did with 2018's iPad Pro. And there are clear aesthetic advantages to such a design. The technical challenges behind slim bezels make you wonder if it's worth it. See, so, you now slimming down the bezels does pose some technical challenges in terms of incorporating front facing cameras, speakers, and sensors into the smaller bezels. However, the rapid advancement of technologies like under display cameras and acoustic display technology, where the screen vibrates to produce sound, has been instrumental in overcoming these challenges. Apple plans to make these changes active in this fall itself, right? But it doesn't stop there. Apple also plans to use this process to reduce the bezel size on all future iPads. In my opinion, slim bezels are better suited for both phones and tablets. While completely bezel-less designs may offer a futuristic look, practical considerations such as durability, functionality, and cost make slim bezels a more balanced choice. Slim bezels still provide many benefits, such as a large screen to body ratio and an improved viewing experience, while offering some level of protection for the display and housing essential front facing components. Parvinder Singh, creator of the tech blog The Mac iOS, told Livewire The movie makes a lot of sense for a tablet than a phone. This move makes a lot more sense for a tablet than a phone. The iPad Pro and Air have the smallest bezels in the iPad lineup, but they remain quite a bit bigger than those on the iPhone. The 12.9 inch iPad, in particular, could stand to lose a few millimeters from every inch, making it considerably more practical to hold and carry while keeping the same size screen. And as we shall see, a tablet sized device is more immune to one of the biggest UI drawbacks of a bezel less design. The first challenge of making a bezel less or slim bordered screens are, of course, technical. A screen contains components at its edges, which are what the bezels usually hides. And to reduce the size, these components need to be tucked away somewhere. For instance, by curving the screen edges down and away. Technologically, we now have reached a point where bezel less devices are entirely possible. However, in the realm of UX, we don't merely ask if we can, but we should. Another technical issue is that the screen borders are home to front facing cameras, fingerprint readers, and the iPhone's Face ID scanner. One option for this can already be seen in the current iPhone Pro, that is, the dynamic island puts the front facing sensor array into a hole punched right through the top part of the screen, but does it in a way that you do not only not notice it, but may learn to love it. Then we get to the user base challenges. For instance, all those dedicated components right at the edge of the phone could make it more vulnerable to damage when you drop it. Reducing bezels significantly can make your device more vulnerable to accidental damage, as there is less protection for the display. Moreover, the absence of bezels makes it challenging to hold the phone without accidental touches on the screen. And finally, we get to those accidental touches. A border gives your fingers somewhere to rest without accidentally touching the screen. Slimmer borders make those accidental touches easier. So you might end up scrolling when you don't want or zooming when you want to scroll. Fortunately, 
Apple has already gotten pretty good at touch rejection, which uses software to detect and ignore accidental touches. Whenever Apple has shrunk the bezels on the iPad, there has been speculation that it would make it harder to use. But in practice, Apple has nailed it every time. If you have an iPad, you can test this for yourself by holding it with a thumb spilling over onto active edge screen. It will ignore that thumb. Overall then, slimmer bezels seem like a win. And if you keep your iPhone in a case, then most of the durability and usability issues will go away, leaving you with a nice big screen. The iPhone 15 Pro may come with an impossible small screen surround or bezel, but an all-screen design might not be all that. It sounds like the grail of phone design. A screen that truly does go to the very edges of the unit with no screen's borders whatsoever. You can have a bigger screen in the same size handset or a smaller phone with a small size screen and none of that wasted black space at the edges. Is it wasted though? With the current tech, there are still some good structural and engineering reasons for keeping a bezel. And when it comes to tablets like the iPad, a bezel is almost essential just for its usability. Without enough space to hold on to comfortably, users may experience difficulties in handling their tablets without accidentally tapping or swiping something they didn't intend to. The importance of having adequate space around tablet screens has also been highlighted by some accessibility experts who work with individuals who have disabilities such as tremors or limited dexterity. With the iPad, Apple has already done a very good job when it comes to the iPad Pro, which has much thinner bezels than cheaper older iPad models. Over the years, most of the iPad models that I've used, and while finger rejection was a bit of a problem on the earlier models, as soon as Apple reduced the bezel size, the problem was fixed. One has to assume it will do the same for all the future iPhones, bezels or not. Even a thin skin broader can mitigate this problem on phones because of the way we tend to hold them, balanced on our fingers while the thumbs do the tapping. But with tablets, bezels are even more important because you have to grab them like a book. So what do you think of Apple's move of reducing the bezels and giving you the screen and its fullest potential? Are you going to risk your iPhone's durability for a bigger screen? Or you're just going to cover it with the hardest case you can ever find in the world? Do let me know your views by connecting with us on our social media channels. We're available everywhere as iGeeks blog. And if you want to connect with me, just hit me up on Instagram, Harshanki with an extra I. I'm going to see you guys next week with more exciting content, hopefully testing a product or a rumor. So don't forget to tune in to the iGeeks blog show. This is me signing off. Sayonara.